0: What's up, everybody? It's noon Wednesday, and if it's not noon Wednesday, when you're listening to this, you can catch this another time. David's very proud of his uh, Le Habe, the Canadian shirt. Uh, You know, one of these days, David, we should talk about hockey and how the Montreal Canadiens have 24 Stanley Cups, and uh, the rest of the, the field has barely double digits. You know, but that's not what we're here for. We started on Monday with the top 15 doing 15 through 11. Now we're doing 6 through 10. And this starts with a topic that really I got passionate about, and so did David this year as well as last year. You know, I call it woke, the hatred of the left, and and it covers so much. But there were some broadcasts that broke numbers that were just (laughs) <laughs> insane and obscene because again neither david or i are woke and uh we definitely don't understand it maybe as well as someone that is but i think we got a good grasp david woke yeah, you, you know what the, the the woke the left the hate i mean people to me david the
1: woke stop saying woke stop saying woke well, why? Because that's what you call yourselves. That's what you all call yourself. That you're you're woke. You're so awake. You've 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 illuminated. But let's talk about some of the stories that the left. The left. They hate. They hate. The visceral hate. Because if you disagree with the folks on the left, they yell at you. Oh, they get violent. They do things and they they curse you out. They don't let you speak. You know. And listen. I mean, it, everything from. Cursing out Queen Elizabeth when she died. Shots at Nikki Haley that she's not, quote unquote, a real, you know, minority. I mean, Sunny Hostin from The View, she took shots at them. And this is we're seeing this again and again. TV shows like The View and all these other ones and and, and media who took shots at politicians who credible politicians, credible individuals. Anybody who disagreed with the left had to be the enemy. AOC. And, and her and her disgusting squad and their ongoing hate towards anything that doesn't anybody disagree doesn't with them and at one point this year AOC just to show how amazing she is pretended to get arrested in a in a, in a you know when in a protest which is ridiculous how about corporations like disney who actually got involved and, and made you know that, that their messaging would be woke they changed their storylines in movies and tv shows and then they wanted to give money they they wouldn't you know money to try to embarrass the governor of florida during that so-called you know can't say gay laws and everything else and by the way he was fired so you know you were there's all that stuff and then of course colin kaepernick you know earlier in the year colin kaepernick everybody's two years ago Two you years know, ago we talked about Colin Kaepernick. But we still talked about him again this year and cancel culture, yeah. how it got everywhere. stuart i am I c I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna puke from woke. All right. But while you puke, we gotta move on. So let me introduce you, my friends, to number nine.
0: And those were the threats to democracy that seemed to permeate all year. You know, if you were 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. The threat to democracy was every story that dealt with Trump. And and, and I know, shocking, David, shocking. <laughs> and the minute shock is that when he's out, because they have nothing good to run on, they have to run 2020, 2021, 22 about Trump yet again. The threat to democracy in the January 6th trial, which, by the way, is finishing up this week. And uh, we're not going to know the results until the 21st. But if it's anything that I understand, they're looking for an indictment on Donald J. Trump. And you know what? If they dare to indict Donald J. Trump, you know what? I think Hillary Clinton is under the statutory limitations of getting her ass fried. So you know what? I challenge those left-wing nutcases to go forward with it. I really do. Because the only threat to democracy are those that are trying to silence the other side. You know, we talked about Walter Cronkite. And I bring up this guy because every time I listen to the news, I hear this goodbye that Walter Cronkite used to give for almost 40 years online, right, on the networks. And he always said that everyone needs both sides of the story to understand and report it. And the left has fought vigilously to silence the other side. You know, Elon Musk bought Twitter. I am praying that some other ballsy guy buys Comcast Universal, because I would love to see that happen, David. Again, a the, 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 the threat. A but the threat is also, is? but the threat is also on the propaganda side.
1: Look at the propaganda. Yeah, that's why the news. Story. No, it's not just the news story. story. I just wanted it's
0: to touch on it a little bit because we have the top five still later yeah. in the week, David. All right, all all right. I'm going to introduce you, David, number eight, President Biden's. Foreign policy or lack thereof. lack thereof. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: you know what, folks, what we saw this year in 2022 is how the world views Joe Biden. If you recall the Afghanistan withdrawal at the beginning of this year and, you know, the embarrassment behind it and the deaths and the loss of life and what have you was embarrassing. And the Biden administration just sat there, you know, and said, don't blame me. That was I'm only doing because Donald Trump made me do it. Donald Trump was again. Don't blame me. I know what I'm doing. And Stewart's famous words that he said so many times again and again is that Joe Biden has always been on the wrong side of history when it comes up to these things. Four years. And again, he tried to resuscitate the Iran deal and the world from Israel to Saudi Arabia to others told Joe Biden, don't go down that path. You're making a mistake. Don't follow the Obama administration. But, of course, Joe Biden, alongside of history, has been trying all year. Failed, fortunately, but is still trying to create some sort of relationship with Iran. And then my favorite story of this part of the year, and, I mean, there are so many more of these type of Don't go there
0: yet. Don't don't go there yet. Don't don't go don't go there yet. I just want to add one thing. I challenge anybody that's listened to this broadcast Prior to December 2022, if you can give me five right decisions that President Biden's made in his 40 plus years in office, I'll buy you lunch. You know, but Stuart, it's a question
1: of this is a foreign policy thing. And I think that the best had to be is how President Biden begged, begged autocrats for oil. And when he went into Saudi Arabia and fist pumped, loved it, fist pumped, you know, he wasn't going to teach Saudi Arabia a lesson. And he walked out of there with his tail between his legs. And then he runs to Venezuela to ask for oil. Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, is a foreign policy failure, Stuart. And I don't know if you have anything you want to add to this. But frankly, Joe Biden has put the United States so far behind the eight ball that China and Russia, and I know we're going to talk about Russia and Ukraine as part of our top five, but that's another example of failing foreign policy. Not reading the tea leaves, not understanding, letting an ally falter. Joe Biden in a in a in a bar brawl in a dark alley fight is your worst enemy.
0: Yep. But, David, now we're going to a good one. You'd love this. Let's move
1: on to number seven, and I think we could talk a little bit more
0: about this one. Stuart, talk to us about the
1: midterm elections.
0: The red wave that the Democrats said that the Republicans were staying was going to happen. I want you to pay attention to that, guys. The Republicans never said there was a red wave. They quoted the left as saying that there's going to be a red wave, and the Republicans went along with it. But you want to know something? The purse strings now are controlled by the Republicans. Yep, there are more states that are Republican governors. There are more small towns that are Republican mayors. And there are more Republican judges than ever before in history. The minority of the midterms lies in California, Illinois, and New York, which represents about 70% of the Democratic vote. The rest of the country is a red wave, you know, and and that's the big problem. You know, I believe that Republicans fell short. I believe Donald Trump jumped into an election and shifted the, the, the noise and caused some problems for the Republicans in this stand. And it is my opinion that, again, I think that Donald Trump should be an advisor to the Republican Party, should be a stand in for the Republican Party but shouldn't represent the Republican Party, even though that he is the clear Republican majority. Right. But it's good. You know what? It went
1: further than that, though. Right. I mean, talk about how Florida 20 years ago and we talked about you being a Chad guy and how Florida almost ruined an entire national election, flipped it, became a model of how an election should be run, Stuart. And look what ended up happening. How long did we wait for Arizona? How long did we wait for results and
0: still waiting for results? And a stupid and, uh, runoff and in irony, Georgia. And irony is, just so you know, if that was any other country waiting for results of an election, that would be called an unjust, unfair election. It's amazing how United States wants to force every country to a higher standard than itself is willing to keep. Remember, United States is a republic. 50 states with 50 different sets of laws.
1: Yeah, what a mess. I got to tell you, and this is what we all of us in Canada, the rest of the world, we were scratching our heads going, what is wrong with the U.S. of joke A? And this is proof positive, Stuart, that the United States of America, that election, this midterm, that people really still can't understand how this works. You know, it's an embarrassment. And the whole and even even the campaigning, that the left and the the Democrats believe that the only, only policy that people cared about was abortion, and the right, the conservatives, the GOP, believed that the only thing that people wanted to talk about was inflation and recession, and the crazy thing is that no one listened to the electorate, no one listened to the voters, and the, 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 although there were more red, you know, you know, there was more red, if you will, than, than, than blue in a lot of places, the voting patterns you saw in a lot of places, especially in urban markets, what an embarrassment. It is divided right down the David,
0: middle. I'm going to roll you over and give number six for the end of this episode, Roe v.
1: Wade. Speaking of an election campaign, you know, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you and and, and you know, We don't understand outside of the United States. And I'm willing to bet you Americans don't understand the judicial system of how it worked. But Roe v. Wade was struck down because one law, one legislation was brought in front of the Supreme Court and it had to strike down Roe v. Wade. And what it became was the most politicized topic in the United States. It completely divided a country with a complete misunderstanding. First, it decided that anybody who's on the left is pro-abortion. Everybody on the right is anti-abortion. Nope. First, they said that the Supreme Court, the conservative Supreme Courts, all five of them were anti-abortion. Nope. You know, all four on the left were were pro-life. Nope. Okay. Anybody who spoke against abortion, pro or con, was was a... I mean, it was unbelievably misunderstood. And then Joe Biden... Had the chutzpah to go to tell uh, the voters, if you vote for me, I'll codify Roe v. Wade. Yep. He had the chance to do something before and wanted to use this as a campaign tactic.
0: Disgusting. Like giving so, free money away? Like, like giving free I mean,
1: money away. Look he, he gave free money away and it blew up in his face. But this, this, this topic could have unified the United States. Instead, he divided it further.
0: Yep. David, it has been a pleasure this year going over only, again, now we've gone through the top 10 of the no, top 10. No, the bottom 10. 10. We have now the top 10. Bod- my apologies. The bottom 10 of the top 15. And I got to tell you, you know, in reflecting this last year, like we did the year before, because this is now our second year in review, there are so many other stories that are on the rant. And while you're on your – your winter break if you have one. Download a podcast. Some of them are really interesting. Some of them are really stupid and silly. And you can hear me say a lot of potty words. And David and I get into it. In fact, David gets into some of our listeners every once in a while and roast someone like our good friend, uh, yeah. Aura. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Invoking the Aura. But, you know, in that Aura, I'd like to thank all of you and look forward to seeing you on Friday when we round up The top five. And let me tell you something. Some of them are unexpected. Right, David? All right. Wrap it up, David. Say goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish you, for
1: for those of you, you're in the middle of your Hanukkah celebration, enjoy it. Those of you preparing for Christmas, looking forward to seeing the lights up. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Have
0: yourselves a great rest of the week. We'll catch you Friday. Cheers.